Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Recess with Jamie and Brian. The podcast that invites you to take a playful approach to living awake. How you doing? I'm so good. How about you? Oh, I cannot complain. I'm good. I'm, I've been busy. You know, I mentioned last week that I'm uh, in the process of leaving LA. And so I've just been kind of, um, I've really gotten rid of a lot of stuff. And I was kind of traveling light in the first place, but I've kind of got rid of all my big stuff. And so I've just been mailing some boxes up to where I'm headed. And I think that I'll have, be able to put the rest in my car. So um, just kind of, just kind of, uh, purging and boxing and and uh while i'm working at the same time cool i like it and i'll just uh do a little timestamp for people who are joining us listening thanks so much for supporting this podcast this is our third episode Mm -hmm. and uh we're going to be talking about habits today and uh super excited because what better way of anchoring in our playfulness and creating some good habits. So mm. I'm sure that habits have been uh, supporting you in this transition, yeah? For sure. You know, um, I, I'm really lucky. Uh, I'll take a half step back. You know, my first book was on a whole bunch of ways to stay in life balance. And so I think learning those those techniques for me and writing about them have really helped me just kind of set a a solid foundation for myself going forward. And so like in busy times like this or in times that have been difficult, you know, when I went through the, the cancer um, experience, et cetera, I had some things to, you know, that I knew that would work for me to kind of help make it a little better. And so, yeah, definitely. And during busy times, there's some things that I always try to do, um, even though my time's limited to, to maintain that balance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's interesting too with habits because um, very few people really understand, I think, the importance of them and mm-hmm. know much about how they actually work. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good for us maybe to explore a little bit. Of, we think, at least in my background, I would think of habits as being this boring, mundane, <laughs> something that I had to do, you know, instead of, um, looking at it from a a place of maybe exerting less effort, right? That what a habit can do is that it becomes instinctual. We pick something that we do over and over and over again, and then it just creates this uh, memory inside of us that we can somewhat unconsciously do. And if it's a positive thing, then it just becomes a natural extension that we can use and not have to put so much mental effort into it. I love that. And I think, yeah, you're right. And a lot of people just when they, when the word habit comes up, I think it, it's, it's like instills fear or negativity. Cause like, oh man, I got to give up what, you know, but in a lot of ways, um, a lot of what I wrote about in habits for success that yes, they're kind of habits per se that you can incorporate into your life, but they're also ways to help us, become more self-aware mm. like which, what can you give one? Oh gosh um <laughs> oh, you put me on the spot you know of course uh, i think mm, just the way that we're out in the world i mean here i've got the book in front of me um because there's like 48 different things it's like which ones do i choose but uh for example one one chapter is it says titled just be you now 
people wouldn't necessarily think that as a ha- you know consider that a habit it's more like you know i go do 50 push-ups a day or something tangible but but you know if we can incorporate just really truly being ourselves which is an umbrella for learning how to love and accept ourselves more i think everything else kind of gets a little bit easier and better in different ways and so so that's that's something that you know i mean that uh, the more self-aware that we can be in regards to how we treat ourselves and how we treat others and the information that we can take from that can help us you know live a lot more fulfilling life you know i think that's one of the things i've been working with a habit of playing at mm-hmm. something every single day that's my way of of tapping into some creativity as well as um yeah offering some love for myself, you know, to be able to go, what do I want to play with? It doesn't have to be long. It could just be where I have a sketch pad and, and Mm. the inner artist in me likes (laughs) to see whatever I come up with. And it's always interesting. You know, I start with a line and then it turns into a scribble and then somehow it turns into an animal of some sort, you know, and it's just kind of fun to, to bring that out. But, um, being able to have that kind of a a habit every day allows me to feel also one of the things that's really important to me is to feel like I've accomplished something. And so if I've given myself that habit of play and I've set that goal and I've accomplished it, then I also feel good. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, there's so many, man, my my brain was going ding, 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 ding when you were talking (laughs) about that. Cause there's just so many, things that um, fall under that, that umbrella of just playing, you know, I mean, it, it raises our vibration and it makes, you know, just, it just makes everything else flow better and, and creativity is so magical. And, and it, it's just another way to connect, you know, with God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and it's a meditation too. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and it's always, anytime we can turn our brain off, um, win-win. Yeah. Well, and I, I think also the, the thing with habits is that it allows us to be able to, when in doubt, I know if I get spooked by something or I'm overthinking or I'm worried, I go into worry, oh, mm-hmm. then uh, habits keep, can keep me out of that. It's like when I don't yes. know what else to do, I can default to a habit. Yeah, now, granted, are, some habits are bad. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> well, I know. I just put the marshmallows down. But, <laughs> no, I'm just Again? I know. Well, what are some of those things? That, what are some of those habits that you um, fall back on that kind of help ground you and keep you, uh, you know, in flow? Well, for me, I'm a very physically active person, so mm-hmm. it'll be a habit of either going outside if the weather quality was better mm-hmm. um, and going for a hike, or it will be go to, go to the gym or yoga class. So that's an exercise habit is something that um, always gets me out of my head. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was watching myself at the gym the other day and how <laughs> I just unconsciously will drink a, a sip of water after every set that I do after every exercise. And, and it's kind of funny. I caught myself just doing it and I was like, huh? All right. I mean, it's good for you to drink the water, but it's almost like it becomes this um, psychological thing for me of like, okay, I just did one set, drink water. Oh, I did another set, drink water. You know? (laughs) Well, that's a good habit too. (laughs) It is. It is. And, and the nice thing is, is, you know, my goal is to drink a gallon of water a day. So it just contributes to, Mm. um, you know, to that habit. So. <laughs> well, for those that don't know, you used to be, you used to be a bodybuilder. 
I did some amateur bodybuilding, yeah, for about yeah. three years. And wow. uh, yeah, it was kind of a funny story because I had just, uh, well, my son was, how old was he? Five years old, I guess, mm-hmm. um, four or five. And I had been working out. I mean, I've always been in the uh, athletic world. And uh, so when I had kids young and stuff, my athleticism sort of changed to going to the gym. And and after I had my son, I couldn't seem to get back into the the size and space in my body that felt good to me. It didn't help that I wasn't eating very well either. You know, I mean, mm. going to McDonald's Happy Meals because it was easier than cooking at home. <laughs> Didn't help, but, um, (laughs) but you know, Hey, I was the soccer mom. I was the, the full-time working mom, you know, trying to keep up with the kids schedules. You do what you got to do to survive, you know? So anyway, so I was working out and I, I had said to one of the trainers at the gym, I said, I just cannot seem to lose the weight that I want to lose and, and feel really good in my body. And and he said, why don't you try bodybuilding? I was like, well, now Hmm. I, I carried a belief and it's not true, but I had the belief that, um, that I would look like a man if I Mm. did the bodybuilding and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and obviously that's not true. It's all genetics. And if, if you're juicing, which, you know, there's people out there, bodybuilders who do. Yeah. Um, but he said, no, you know, the guy who owned the gym, he used to do amateur bodybuilding. He can train, blah, blah, blah. So fast forward to three years and, and uh, I had gotten into it and lost the weight I wanted. And it was a really mm-hmm. cool discipline because what ended up happening. So this is the encouragement for all of you who are listening and wondering if a new habit is worth it. Not only did I clean out my body, I cleaned out my mind mm. and I cleaned out my spirit. And I, re- I started to really get clear inside of myself. And this goes back to habits creating self-awareness that I was able to uh, discipline the body enough that my mind started to go, wait a minute, where have I cluttered? Too mm. much worry, too much fear, too much insecurities, too much codependencies. Mm. And, uh, and I shifted a lot of things during that time of my life. So it was a really beautiful thing to do. So now I'm not doing bodybuilding, but I am working yeah. out regularly and I'm loving it because, um, you know, I put on the COVID-15. So mm-hmm. it was time for me to shift out of that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and now I'm feeling good again. And it's also, I believe that during this time of any time during, uh, not just the pandemic, but at any time, it's important for us to take care of our bodies because it does enhance the, our immune system and the ability to be able to fight off infection. So that's another reason why it's important. No, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, I just, you know, when we're, when we're eating a little bit better and we're moving and so it just, it just makes us feel so much more confident about ourselves and which, which just carries over into everything. You know, and it doesn't mean one has to be a bodybuilder or or a triathlete or or whatever. It's just just movement, just and just kind of, you know, being conscious of what you're putting in your body, because that just energies everything. And, you know, it just when we're struggling enough as it is with all that's going on right now, um, if you can just kind of get a little bit of a handle on that, it does help. Well, you know, you're pointing to something I think is crucial, and I, t- I really work with clients on this, and that is start small. I don't care yeah. if it's a it's a breakfast time, and normally what I eat is country fried steak and eggs, and you shift it to this time I just had the eggs instead yeah. of the steak. Great. If that's your choice, if that and you celebrate it, I mean, celebrate the hell out of it because yeah. every little bit counts. You know, one of the things that um, 
and I'll share with those who may follow me, if, if you're not familiar, I'm also an astrologer. And so I love to talk about the planets and what they do. It gives an, a universal language uh, for me. And it, sure. I, use, I use astrology a lot as a uh, tool for personality and soul awareness. And so um, one of the things that I was talking about at the uh, – new moon which is in virgo on the 17th of september i was talking on my video about the fact that if we can just start somewhere just start small and you celebrate it and then you find what motivates you to make those choices like why are you creating that habit why are you doing it and then what do you need to stay motivated if that's a, a celebration, great. You know, I may have mentioned before about, you know, for me, my motivation is to be able to, to look at myself and speak truth in a way that is probably harsh, but I need that for myself. I'm the type of person that doesn't mind the drill instructor going, come on, Maggie, you can move <laughs> faster than that. Okay, I'm going, you know, whereas, whereas other people need, need that, uh, hey, I just walked a mile today. Good job. You know, so I'm going to go buy myself a new outfit. Great. Go mm. do it. You know, mm. so whatever it is that motivates you to, to maintain your healthy habit, I say, go for it. Mm. Yeah. You know, and that's so interesting. I think, boy, this is kind of a little sub thing, but it's so interesting. And I don't know if everybody really knows how they're, mo what, how they're best motivated. And when you mentioned how, you know, you need a kick in the butt for me, like grown up, I'm, this, I'm the type of person who wants to please the teacher and I'll do anything mm. I can. And I don't need, if somebody yells at me, it just makes me want to go, you know, F you. But, I just, <laughs> if, if, but if somebody just goes, you know, acknowledges me, good job, you know, I see what you're doing, puts a hand on their shoulder, that just, you know, because I'm already pretty luckily self-motivated, but yet I just, I needed the attaboy instead of the get yeah. your ass moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Because I'm already doing that, you know, in some weird way. But or there's sure. there's this part of me that's always kind of um, been very driven, and I think I think some of it stemmed from me just kind of needing to feel like I was enough. Mm -hmm. But but um, you know, there's there's probably lots of little reasons why why that all. Um, well, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, whatever it were, I mean, that's the one of the things I love so much about coaching is that I feel like I'm really partnering with the, the person that I'm working with or the team that I'm working with to find out what's motivating us and then how do we reinforce that. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, if you're a self-motivated person, you don't need somebody necessarily yelling at you. I personally like it as an, I see it as an encouragement, you know, yeah. it's like keep yeah. going. Right. Yes. But um and there's also, I think it's important to have uh, people to encourage you, not blow smoke up your butt, but to be able to, <laughs> yeah. to be able to say, you know, you, you've got this. And, and so I would invite yes. anybody who is working on setting up a new habit for themselves, gather one or two. I wouldn't do m too many people, but, you know, have a group of cheerleaders around that when you feel like you are faltering or you do accomplish something, you share it and they, they go, yeah, awesome work, you know. Agreed. Or even do it together. Yep. Yeah. I can't, I, you know, I can't go to the gym and work out with a partner very often. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. too, it's a little too distracting or, or it slows things down. Mm -hmm. So this, mm -hmm. this goes back to the habits, right? In our routines that we get in and uh, yeah, being able to, I just put my headphones on and <laughs> yeah. 
my music and go at it kind of thing. But yeah, I know a lot of people who love working out with a trainer and who also enjoy working out with somebody. I tried it once with a girlfriend. All we did was yak the whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that you know about that. You know, you know about yourself. I'm kind of the same way. I'm a bit of a lone wolf when it comes to, to exercise and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's so good to have an accountability partner or just someone just to kind of just witness what you're doing. Yeah. And it just kind of, it makes things, you know, just, I think it does a lot of things. Absolutely. So, here, Brian, question yeah. for you. Because uh -oh. this is, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Something <laughs> I like to explore is, you know, why do we feel that we can't create a new habit? Be for me, it's this, mm. I find the resistance is I have to give something up that I'm pretty attached to. That's a great point. That's a really great point. And uh, that maybe that's probably one of the main reasons, right? I mean, I think for, you know, it could be a lot of different reasons for different folks. I mean, it just how they feel about themselves. Um, you know, maybe there's an underlying feeling that they don't feel worthy and that like, you know, why would I, you know what I mean? Why should I do this? Cause it's, I don't know. But uh, I think how we view ourselves can make it difficult sometimes, depending on what the habit is. Um, giving up something as well, I think that's huge. Um, you know, a lot of people might not think that they have the time to do it, but I would disagree with that one. We can always make time if something's important enough to us, right? And uh, what else? What else? You know, I think sometimes money might get in the way depending on what it is, but I'm kind of with that belief, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are some of the things that I guess just popped into my head. Yeah. Well, and I, I take the hard line as far as work is concerned. I hear a lot of people say, Oh, I'm just so exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm just not, you know, how do you keep that hunger going? How do you keep mm -hmm. the motivation? That's what I was talking about before. You know, you start a habit, how do you keep it going? And, and sometimes you push through that exhaustion. Sometimes you push through being so tired and it's like, Oh, I mean, I, I'm the first to admit I can develop a very bad attitude when it comes mm. to giving something up that I don't want to give up. You know, okay. I'm the, I'm the consummate rebel. Who's like, you can make me do something. You can't make <laughs> me want to do it. So there's a diff, you know, that spirit or that will inside of us. And, and so how do you push through that wanting versus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's a tough one. I think it's tough at first because a lot of times we won't see results for a while and you have to just, <clears throat> just like anything else, just maybe trust the process and, and, and just hold on to that, um, that end view of what you want it to be or look like. And, and just those first few times are the toughest, you know, uh, of getting the ball rolling and, and, but baby steps, like we talked about earlier are so important and just, 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 challenge yourself to do that and even if you're not seeing results you will eventually and i think the more that we do it it just it, there'll be an inner confidence that kind of starts to kind of build within us and, and a you know a feeling of success just because we're we're giving it a try right you know and we, we haven't stopped and because that's usually what happens right you know a lot especially with like resolutions and stuff and i'm not a big 
New Year's resolution person because I think, you know, why not just do it in the middle of March or, you know, mm-hmm. June as well. And, and I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves. And, and it's, uh, you know, ideally it shouldn't be that way. You should just, you should do something because you want to truly do it for yourself because you know that it will help you one way or another and make yes. your life better. Yes. And I think also the, the thing that I work with a lot is when I don't feel like doing something. We, mm-hmm. I believe that especially here in the Western society, we've gotten so attached to, well, if it feels good, then you can do it. If it doesn't feel good, then you yes. don't have to do it. And, and I call bullshit on that. I'm sorry. I just, well, I, we've gotten lazy as a society yeah. and you know, the whole, yes, I agree with you. And, and we've gotten spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know what, the, it goes back to this phrase that Fred Kaufman used, which I love. I just love everything about Fred. But anyways, he says, not everything that tastes good is good for you. And not everything, or excuse me, not everything that tastes good is good for you. And not everything that tastes bad is bad for you. So anyways, I just, I go back to that is that, you know, just because it doesn't feel good doesn't mean it's not good for you. Absolutely. You know, it, oh boy. Um, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but you know, that whole, we were a little bit entitled and get a little spoiled and, and, and it, it, well, well, kind of living in that, that whole fast food mentality, instant gratification. And that gets in the way of starting a new habit because it's not going to be like that. It's going to take a little while sometimes. Sometimes right. we have enough passion for what we want is and as an end result that we're able to kind of it's not doesn't hold us back that much but a lot of times you know there's going to be some resistance because of that mm-hmm. absolutely and for me resistance i see that as being a growth opportunity yeah. because you're not going to grow without pain or resistance you know and also i look at resistance and i say okay what's the lesson here that i'm missing mm. Because if I'm resisting something, as they say, what resists persists, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, maybe I need to pay attention to this. It doesn't mean I have to go and create that new habit or I have to, you know, take on that opportunity or, or I have to push against the river as I like to call it. But I do need to pay attention to why am I resisting this? If it's not in alignment with my values, then I'm going to resist it for sure. I'm going to turn the other way. But at the same time, I think if we avoid the whatever it is we're resisting we're going to miss out on opportunities for growth absolutely and it'll be really hard to to initiate whatever habit we're trying to you know that's that's so key self-awareness is everything Mm -hmm. you know that was a great point i think the the scary air quote scary part of (laughs) self-awareness what's that is that we have to own it we have to own everything. The more self-aware we become, the only person we can blame is ourselves. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Because I think about that. It's like, hmm, all right, I made a bonehead decision financially, <laughs> or I made a bonehead decision food-wise, uh. or a bonehead decision <laughs> relationship-wise, or whatever, you know? And it's like, yeah, I mean, it takes, we'll use relationship as an example. It takes two to tango, but guess what? I'm that second person, so I got to <laughs> own my shit, too. It wasn't all the other person's fault, you know? Mm. So those are the kind of things that, that you just have to, I think the more self-aware you are, the more risk 
it, there is. And I, I believe that that's why there is some resistance to um, people becoming more aware. I'm, the majority. Yeah, ignorance really is bliss. I can't tell you how many times I've been like, <laughs> I'm ready to go back to sleep. I'd like to unsee that or unsay that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's a, you. You're absolutely right. What are what are mm, I don't know if you have any that are that you can remember like some times when you maybe tried to start something new that it was a little bit of an issue or tough for you just to kind of get the the momentum going. You know, I'm one of those personalities that has many irons in the fire at all times. Mm -hmm. So I have several things that I have tried to mm. start or I've thought about and it just didn't take off because something else distracted me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's some habits that, that I w have tried that just didn't work. Um, I think one of the... Here's the thing. Mm. I absolutely love working with people and teams and uh, especially focusing on leadership and, and the quality of executive coaching that I um, really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yet I think what I struggle the most with is feeling that I've ever learned enough about it to be able to um, rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. I, I, there's still some self doubt that lives inside of me. That's like, you know, that imposter syndrome, if you yeah, will, of course, of course. that, that can show up and, and be like, what do you know? You don't know as much as the other person over there. So you have to really watch that comparison mode. And, and if I, ha if I had to say that that's one habit I'm working, still working on, it would be to not compare myself to what somebody else is doing. That's so so huge i think for a lot of people i know i know it's you know been there for me at times for sure too yeah. you know especially with social media and and seeing everybody else and, and you know it's tough because we're seeing the best of everybody <laughs> and we're comparing it with the worst of ourselves mm -hmm. and uh yeah yeah and really the competition need for me is with myself how can i improve mm -hmm. and focusing on that and it's not from a narcissistic standpoint because i want to i want to continue to grow and learn so that i can give more to my clients and and mm -hmm. be a better person mm -hmm. and um you know i have to say that one of the main focuses, and this may be a topic for another episode, but um, because it's a lot to unpack, but one of the main topics that I've been working on the most is communication mm, and being so able important. to communicate from a different place. And so one habit that I've started a couple of years ago was speaking from a place of truth and also being able to say, I don't have to answer that question. Just because mm. you ask it doesn't mean I have to answer because I'm not either prepared or what I'm about to say won't come out right or, or I'll need some time <laughs> to think about it. And I, and I think there's a value to that. So my habit that I created on the, on just a very basic, it was the smallest thing, but it made the biggest shift. Mm -hmm. And that was to be able to step back and say, that's interesting. I'll get back to you on that. And so thinking I had to have the answer right then and there. I like that. Yeah. It's kind of running it through your, through your filter first. That's right. That's right. Because I yes. believe that the truth lives inside of us and our bodies don't lie. So checking mm -hmm. in with ourselves and saying, what's really happening inside of me first? And what's the truth of that? Okay. And then how do I communicate it? So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, I, I, I'm right there with you. Being being a, a giver and such, you know, through the years, I, I'm much better at saying no now, but I'd exhaust myself saying yes a lot, you know, and, and it's just... Uh, 
Oh, were you the yes man? <laughs> well, kind of, yes, a little bit, yes. Um, but the more that we can get a handle on that and become self-aware about that, it just it is completely life-changing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, give us a life-changing statement, habit, moment, oh, word of wisdom before we finish the episode. I always, whenever I'm on an interview podcast or something, when I'm interviewed, I always, I always leave with this. In a, just be yourself to free yourself. You know, it's just so important. The more that we can really just stand in our own power and, you know, just truly just come from a place of who we are and what we, how we want to be in the world, it just gets easier and easier. And, you know, that's love and accepting ourselves. And so I know I've had to work on it. Um, and it just, the more I, you know, am able to do it, it just, everything else seems to fall into place. So just, I just want everybody to know that they're enough just with who they are and what they have to work with. There's nobody else who can live your life for you. Yeah. How about you? I would have to agree. I, I think that's probably the biggest thing. I think as far as the topic of habit is concerned, I'll, I'll just yeah, reiterate, yeah. I'll reiterate. Yes, be yourself and do one little thing that you can own that you can change. Hmm. So. Love it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode with Jamie and Brian. Take care.